that was a really bad idea. I didn't know the words, so I just laughed the entire time. That's not how karaoke works. That's not how it works at <laughs> all. Just watching a awkward gir girl giggle. Giggle. Words. This is going to be a good song, you guys. I'm really excited about it. All right. All right. I've been practicing in my car. You can't, you can't come back from that when someone catches you in the car. <laughs> Just like, like, ooh, that bitch is crazy. I do a lot of things in my car. Pick my chin hairs. It's the best time, because especially like at like 5 o'clock when the sun is coming in, they just like glitter. It's like glitter. Bing, ha. You know, they're just like right there. It's like, ah! So you go get them with your nails, because you don't just carry around tweezers. Well, I do, but I lost them. And so you go and get them with your nails, and they, they just turn into like a ribbon. It's, that's just how I go out now. I'm embracing oldness, you guys. Anyone else? Excited about getting older? No. Cool. No, I'm into that. That's cool. Um, so should I sing this song? I've been nervous all fucking day. That's all right. That's all right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's on? Where? It's already at the top, on the top. Oh. But it's... Uh-huh. That's not your, that's, I want to, I want to sing it. Sorry, I don't know. I'm really sorry about that. No. <laughs> but why wouldn't this other one stop? Why? Computers? I think it's right there, but then everyone else is playing. Do you guys do karaoke and that's why you guys like wanted to come here? Like Okay, I did it. I found it. Okay, alright, alright. Okay, so now you're it's all I got you what are you, pretenders? Uh no, I am uh that one. Yep. Something's got okay, yeah. I get a good feeling, yeah, yeah. I need you guys' help for this. That I never, never, never knew I had before, no, no. Yeah. I just want to tell you right now that, ooh, I believe. She does too. <laughs> Something's gotta hold on to me, yeah. Oh! Right now, child. Must be love, right? I got a feeling. I feel so strange. Everything about me seems to have changed. Step by step, I got a brand new walk. I even sound sweeter when I talk. Oh. 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 Hey, baby. Oh, it must be love. Yeah. Let me tell you right now. Hold on me, yeah. Oh, it must be love. 
child. Yeah, I want you guys to do that. I've never felt like this before. Something's got a hold of me that won't let go. It's diarrhea. I don't know. Um, I feel so strange, but it sure is good. Like cocaine. Oh, oh, ow! Hey, hey, baby! Oh, it must be love. Let me tell you now, my heart feels heavy. My feet feel light. And I feel alright. It's again cocaine. I never felt like this before. Something's got a hold of me. Wait a minute, hold up. This is weird. I hate karaoke. I'm in a misery, I said. Oh! This is good karaoke. It's going too fast for me. I did this in the car so many times. With the, with the words, it, it's so much different with the words. Baby! Oh, it must be love. What? Look? Don't look. This the hearing. Walks like love. Wake up. I don't want to go to bed at 12. La 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 la. La 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 la. I got that part down. You guys look at me. Look at me. I'm doing karaoke. La la la. la. It, I want to do it again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> One more time. Ha. Oh, sometimes I get a weird feeling. It's like now. <laughs> no. I chose that song because um, I'm not into love. Anyone else? I'm not into it. I, uh, when I was 18, I got love on my wrist, and I covered that shit up because I don't believe in it. <laughs> gone. It's gone. I don't believe in it. Anyone who's single here? Yeah. Yay! Just give me a whoop whoop if you're single. That was actually a positive whoop whoop. Usually in crowds, people are like, woo, we're over here. Woo. <laughs> I usually just ask that because I want to get um, the next question going is where are my single men at, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> Women have to be a little bit more aggressive these days. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Right? I don't know. I'm not quite sure what it is. It's because like, they've told us that we're like the minority, even though we're at 51% in the United States. Um, I know I'm a woman and I can't do math, but uh, I feel like if you carry the one, I think that's not a minority. <laughs> I'm just saying. But women are a lot more aggressive these days. I've noticed it. Uh, it's just like women just like you? Me? No? Fine. <laughs> you? Me? Yeah? No, her. <laughs> Mazel tov. Mazel tov, sir. Um, I notice it more on, like, at weddings. A lot of weddings. You guys going to weddings these days? You guys, you're still, you're still, like, going to club. That's when you know you're, like, getting older. Is like, you've not, you're not going out for fun, for your own fun, spending your money for the reasons that you want to. No, no. When you get older, you're going to spend it and go bankrupt on everyone else's happiness. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Going bankrupt on my friend's mistakes is not what I thought my life would be right now, but it super is. Because you got to go to the bachelorette party, you got to go to the bridal shower for the mom, you class it up, you know, and then you got to go to the rehearsal dinner, and then you got to go to the wedding, of course. 
Um, and then, of course, you got to go to rehab after that because <laughs> that's a lot of drinking and a lot of celebrating that you don't even want to fucking be there for. Um, I, w I just went to a bachelorette party a couple weekends ago, and that really kind of makes you reevaluate your life a little bit. Just a little bit. Everyone else is happy, pretending to be happy. I'm not quite sure what it is. But there's a whole bunch of traditions that in, in uh, a long time ago, when women were getting married, all their friends would wear white. We'd all wear white for the bachelorette party. That's what they call it, right? That's a new thing, bachelorette parties. But um, they'd have these traditions. They would they'd celebrate the purity and the marriage, um, and that's all gone now. That's just all gone, because now traditions are, you got to get that Airbnb that is like themed in dicks, <laughs> right? And if you can't rent one, you can't find one, one will be appointed to you. Thank you. They will be appointed to you. Um, I uh, got my first male stripper at this bachelorette party. Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. Uh, I had never bought a man before. Women all the time, because I'm a feminist. Um, <laughs> no, but I, uh, I didn't... <laughs> what we got and what I expected was way different. Right, because I thought Channing Tatum was gonna bust through that door, just like you've been bad. You know, I was like, yeah, this is what. Mm -mm. In Reno, talent's not as good. Let me let me tell you that right now. Two hundred bucks is gonna get you a man, real tan, <laughs> nice milk belly. This is milk belly, but like in the combination of the Coke belly, so it's nice and hard. <laughs> so that's not nice on your face. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna be a nice dance. Um, but what really irritated me about it is that my friend during the dance, now we didn't get to see his dick, I know we got gypped. I've told this to many people and they're like, dude, you're supposed to see, whatever. She goes, how big is your dick? I was like, okay. You don't have to objective, objectify him like that, right? That he's still human. He's still a dude just like paying his bills. You know, how big, I just felt like her character was bad. It was just like she was just smoking a cigarette in a strip club, like, dance for me, doll. You know, like, that was what she encompassed. I didn't like it. She was just going to, like, put her cigarette out on him. Like, you're going to remember 723, room 723, that's it. But I went to this wedding, you guys. I went to this wedding, and all the things were perfect, and her hair was whenever, and she... She looked great, and it was fun, but nothing is going to hide the fact that she used to suck dick on a dance floor, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> weddings are bullshit, that's all I'm saying. Um, love is bullshit. Goodbye. Love is bullshit, yay, Katie Carnes, yay. Katie Carnes, I was wondering, I've always found it uh, very confusing, when you're going to a bridal shower, if it's an interracial marriage, what colored dildo do you get? And are you being racist if you ask, do you go with the spouse's color or do you just go completely off base and go like green? You know, or like, right? Do you go like bright purple? I don't know. Uh, I was just wondering if you, and if she's black, do you want a, you want a contrast? Do you want a white dildo for contrast? Do you want a black? I don't know what's going to happen. Yay, Katie Carnes, yay. Your next comedian, he uh, requires you to be engaged 
in his performance. You're you there. You got you got all kinds of cool cards in your hand, and then you are gonna put them in the air, and then he's gonna tell jokes, and you're gonna have a great time as we always do. Uh, hey everybody, clap your hands wildly between the cards, with the cards, just wave the cards in the air and scream for Paul Sanford, yay! Audience participation, you ready? I feel good Like I knew that I would I feel nice Like sugar and spice So good So nice So good So nice Cause we got ourselves here at Mutiny Radio having a great time. Uh, we'll, we'll put that song on at the end and you can all sing along with it. That was a classic before I was born. No, that was a classic before I listened to the radio. That was, that, that one, you, you feeling good? You feeling good? Okay, look, the way this goes, you just hold those up and I starter dildos. I still am looking for a joke for starter dildos. I just wrote it on the card and I thought sometime it would come to me. But I think it's a great balls. Yes. You know, I have a very ordinary dick. Like, you know, but my balls are great. Because, you know, but you can tell for sure because here I am telling dirty jokes to children. There you go. No Trump. This is the new card game. No Trump, hearts are wild. How to masturbate without an erection. Do you know how to masturbate without an erection? Ah. Daily. Daily. <laughs> Have you ever masturbated without an erection? No. Do you know that people do? No. All the time. It's Don't you? <laughs> okay. Divorce brew. Yes, I, I leave my women the way I leave my coffee. Cold, pale, and bitter. Yes, I know I look just like Bernie. No hair, no foreskin, no chance of being president. <laughs> openly corrupt. Isn't it great that we have an openly corrupt government? It was secretly corrupt for so many years, and now we know that they're cheating us. Junk. Guy says to me, don't look at my junk. And I say, sir, we're in the locker room. You're completely naked. All of your junk is in the locker, and I can look at it, and I can see that it's too small for me. I don't want your little bitty junk. Guy was offended. Lady parts. I can see that you did the right thing. Now you, you know, get a little bristly. Those lady parts are tender. You know, you're gonna take her sexual preference. What is my sexual preference? It is to not be alone during sex. <laughs> Bad sex talk. This woman, Bonnie, said to me, she said, um, I suppose now I ought to touch your penis. Nice. Don't ever say that. <laughs> Don't ever say that. It's a cock. It's a dick. A penis. It's a real turnoff. I will never let a man suck my cock because I would get addicted. A fake, or uh. <laughs> a fake orgasm is impossible. You agree? On a blowjob, right? I'm a terrible driver. I'm such a terrible driver, even Asians won't ride with me. 
hit on. I know you guys, you get hit on? Do you ladies get hit on? Yeah, you do. <laughs> and, and do they take no for an answer? No, no. They won't back off. You tell them, hey, I'm with somebody. They say, I don't care. I'm broad-minded. Bring her along. You say, hey, look, it's a guy. I'm, I'm really broad-minded. Bring him along. You say, look, look, I'm so drunk, I'll throw up in your car. I don't care. It's a rental. And you say, you know, I'm a kleptomaniac. I'll steal everything you have. I'm divorced. I don't have anything. You know, they, they, they won't stop. They won't stop. They won't stop for anything. You say, look, I'm going to pass out I'm on your bed. And you say, it's okay. I'm a necrophiliac. You know, they don't care. They don't, they don't think, I'm pregnant. I like a three-way, you know, like the men are dogs. I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed. This shit slaps. What could that possibly mean? I mean, if your shit slaps you, you just flush. Do you have a thing for younger women? I do, because at my age, there's no other kind. Do your balls hang low? Do your balls hang, come on. Do your balls hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie See, isn't karaoke great? I'm, I'm, I'm going through the, the prison light at the, the security at the airport. Guy comes by and he says, belt off. So I'm standing there holding my pants up like this. And he comes on and says, jacket off. <laughs> well, it just so happens I'm past pull date. But oh, never mind. Never consent. How come you get all these, these wonderful, yeah, consent, I don't need consent. I'm not interested in consent. I, I, everybody's worried about getting consent. Are you worried about getting consent? I mean, you don't want to be a rapist, right? You want to get consent, right? I don't need consent. I need help. <laughs> silent climax. Have you ever experienced a silent climax? Yes, right. you, so you have made love in your mother-in-law's home. Yes. <laughs> yes, Scalia is dead. How are you sure? Because he had no heart. But they have replaced him. Uh, MLK, yes, I am so old I can remember when the Dr. Martin Luther King was a man and not a street. Conjay West, I'm so clueless, I think Conjay West is a... Airline. Yes, thank you. That's, that's Pam. Pam tried to steal that joke once, and they caught it. They said, that's not your joke. Twat. <laughs> I don't mind if somebody calls me a twat. I consider it's a promotion for being called a dick. You can hold them up, too. Yeah. Don't panic. Why? Is it your turn? No. <laughs> it's been a good day. I haven't had any death threats so far. So I'm way ahead of the president. Women lower IQs. See? See? Women lower IQs. I didn't make that up. It's true. It's absolutely true. Women lower IQs. Don't you agree? Isn't that your experience? Because when women are around, men act stupid. <laughs> Pokemon went. Oh. Oh, I get it. Okay, okay. Po Pokemon went. It's no longer a craze, is it? Because I have heard of it. And I find that whenever anything is a craze, by the time I hear about it, it's over. A Jew, a woman, and a bigot walked into a bar and ran for president. Is this a joke? Oh, okay. Other than that, Mr. Bobbitt, how was the sex? <laughs> the thing that's strange is not that she cut off his penis. A lot of women want to cut off a guy's penis. But she threw it out the d window, and then she found it and sewed it back on and got it back together with him. Nothing weird about that. Best ever. How many of you have ever been told that you were the best ever lover somebody had? 
Come on, cheer if you have. Yes, right? Get that in writing. You see a prostitute. My people, my friends are always telling me that I'm so horny I ought to see a prostitute. So I went out and I said, okay, where is one? I said, there's a prostitute, and there's a prostitute, and there's a prostitute. I said, uh-huh. Well, now I saw them. I don't feel any different. There must be more to it than that. Sexual Special Olympics. The Sexual Special Olympics, everybody gets to come. Who is my favorite porn star? Me. <laughs> I don't want to look at pornography. I want to be in it. You know, aisle seat. The best way to get the aisle seat on the airline is to ask for the barf bag. It works every time. Do I use a condom? No, I love that condom. The condom and I are, are serious. I'm not using that condom. You see? Same joke. The N-word. I only say the N-word twice in my life. Once if I'm about to die and once if I want to die. Okay, LGBTQ. Yes, I'm the Q. I'm queer, I'm strange, I'm odd, I'm unusual. I'm, I'm celibate. Now, you, for those of you who don't know what that means, that means I'm, that means I'm, I'm not getting any and I'm not working on it. But actually, I'm bi-celibate. I don't have sex with either men or women. I got one, one minute. It's going to start? Okay, press, press play. Everybody pass those cards back in. Press. Which one? I'm, I'm technophobic. Okay, everybody. Okay. Well, we're on the air here, and we can't have radio silence because that's very bad radio. Uh, I think I think uh, all of you ready to do. You, well, let's try another one. War. What is it good for? War. What is it good for? War. Thank you, thank you for your patience, yes. Have you ever been online and it keeps coming in every two minutes and says thank you for your patience? sugar and spice I feel nice like sugar and spice so nice so nice cause I got you oh yeah I, I, it's supposed to do the splits now yeah And I feel nice, like sugar and spice. I feel nice. So nice, so nice, so nice, so nice. Okay, 
I have closing joke? Oh my, oh my closing joke. I'm sorry I didn't get to all your cards, but I have learned at my age, you can't always finish. But you can stop. Thank you all very much. Paul Sanford, everyone. Paul Sanford. Everyone. Good stuff. Uh, I'm going to pass around a little jar just because Mutiny Radio always needs donations. If you guys want to throw in the donations, it's great. I'll just pass this around and that would be super amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, and also, if anyone wants to sing karaoke, I know Valeska does. Valeska, what song do you want to sing? I know you said. Billy Joel Downtown Girl. Uptown Girl. Billy Joel Uptown. Downtown Girl. Okay, we'll get you going on that. Um, all right, your next comedian. Your next comedian is. Oh, thank you so much. That's so amazing. Uh, your next comedian, she's dressed kind of like. Um, like risky business. Do you guys remember? Remember when he has no pants? It's Tom Cruise, and then you're like Tom Cruise right now. She's like fucking Tom Cruise. I am actually fucking Tom Cruise. Of course you are. Fuck yeah, you are. You guys are gonna love her. She's gonna do jokes. She's gonna sing. She's gonna make you laugh and and cry. It'll be better than cats. Clap your hands wildly for Alyssa Westerlund. Yeah. First time I actually, uh, when I bought this shirt, I wore it on stage. I was doing a burlesque show. I was doing burlesque. I was doing comedy at a burlesque show. So I wore this T-shirt and I had a pair of. I know I don't want to tease you guys right now, but I had a pair of. I mean, ladies, obviously, but I had a pair of boy shorts on and a and a very nice. Uh, what do they call those demi bras? Because I don't have a lot of tit. You know, they're apparently a 30D. I don't get it. I don't get it, but. It was fun, and uh, we had to do jokes about that. I'm really mad, and I really want to fight whoever made it impossible for us to drink in this wonderful space. I mean, fight him or fuck him, right? Like, I'm not going to flee. I'm not going to fawn, but uh, I will fight or fuck that person. Like, where are they? Like, are you sure you don't want to marry me? Because I could talk to you about what, what it would be to marry me. Uh, it would be rough. But it would never be dull, you know? It wouldn't be boring. Uh, I'm just like, oh my god, is mutiny gonna go back to the way that it was? Which was peaceful. It was so peaceful! With all these drunk people in here. Eyebrows, you're on stage the whole time. You don't talk about your eyebrows. Go fuck yourself. You know what? Fuck you, eyebrows. You, you're not a comedian. We don't know. Are you the police? Are you the police? You got no jokes. Are you the, what are you if you're not the police? He's a professor. What do you teach? Oh, do you, do you read Nassim Tlaib? Are you down with the, the business? Do you know about Fooled by Randomness, Anti-Fragile, um, the other one, Black, the Black Swan? You're down with the business? You, oh, God, the aphorisms. He's got some good aphorisms. Man, oh, my God, he's a professor. He doesn't know anything. These people about statistics. These people are full of shit. Okay, I got real jokes. I got real jokes. I want to talk about gay porn. Because I'm into it. Um, I really like watching 
gay porn on Tumblr. Ladies, I don't know if you're into this. Anyway, so what I've discovered about gay porn, like men fucking men porn, is that uh, they're just they're just hotter, right? Like I am a heterosexual person. I like to fuck men. I like to fuck men, and uh, uh, shocking. But I like to watch men fucking each other. Um, because, well, first of all, if I'm going to watch anybody be objectified, <laughs> it's going to be your twink buff ass, right? Like, that's who I'm going to watch fucking, you're going to be fucking them, I can tell. Like, I can tell he's a top, but that's who I want to watch, right? Like, and I also, I want it to be in a nice setting, and I want it to just, to, to, you guys live in the city, you know, gay neighborhoods are just nicer than the straight ones. Everything's prettier, you know? It's better porn. So I'm trying to tell you ladies. It's better porn. We watch this heterosexual porn, and what do we get? We have some cunt and fucking neon fishnets. Fucking some fag. He's just a fag, man. He's old, he's bald, he's uh, uh, uh. He makes the same noise every time, doesn't matter who he is. It's always disgusting. Anyway, I'm down for gay porn, it's my jam. Uh, oh God, I have other stuff. I really want to tell you, my life philosophy sucks, you guys. My life philosophy, it sucks, because uh, I don't have one, right? I just do what I want to do when I want to do it. And uh, I'm pretty much at this point, it's, it's the hair. I think it's the hair, <laughs> right? I didn't ask for this, I didn't do anything about it, but it's the glorious hair. I get all these compliments on my hair yeah, all day long. I know, I know, you better not say anything. But it is glorious, right? Guys come up to me, they say nice shit, they say really nice shit. They say shit to me like, uh, your hair is so beautiful. It looks like it was cut while you were having sex. <laughs> So grateful. I'm so grateful. No! Why the fuck? This is not how you talk to women. Okay? This is just, no. You could have just told me that I have beautiful hair. I would have said thank you. And then I would have pondered the size of your penis. But instead, you had to tell me what you were really thinking. I want to know what you're really thinking. You have a penis. You guys don't think good stuff. You think very bad stuff. I guess I'm just confused, ladies. It's like, what is this? Like, you know, they insult me, and I'm supposed to jump on their dicks. You know, they tell me I'm fat, and I'm like, no, look, see, baby, this is just an outfit. I'm not fat. And then I just jump on that dick. <laughs> Ladies, this is our fault, okay? We are the problem. And we have the power. Sex strike! Sex strike! <laughs> Sex strike! <laughs> sex, sex strike? I guess the worst part of that joke is that my hair actually was cut while I was having sex. <laughs> anyway, no, I hate men. I hate them all, all of you. I hate them all. Because you talk. 
You just talk, you say terrible stuff. Now somebody told me the other day, they said sexism isn't an issue anymore. Sexism just, it's over. Not an issue, it's like racism, it's under the water. And I said, no, that's not true, buddy. Because I hate all men. All of you, I just fucking hate you, I fuck. Anyway, okay, so gay porn, we got that through. Um, what else, new stuff. Uh, what have you done for me lately? Cause I don't think you've done a thing. And you keep telling me, and I keep listening. I said, you keep telling me what you're gonna do and I'm still here waiting. So what kind of fool am I? And what kind of fool is she? Cause we're both still here waiting. Looking way too fucking pretty. Now I can't wait forever. And only hell knows that I won't. So you better start doing or talking's gonna get your throat. Cause I'm one hell of a woman. Hell only makes us this way. And I go by Helen ready. So listen to what I have to say. You better get ready. Which means have a heart on, because I don't care about your flaccid cock. <laughs> or Helen's walking away. No, I'm serious, you guys. Like, what is it? Like, I, I was fucking 27-year-olds and 26-year-olds, and they can't get an erection. It's just crazy. It's like, I am happy. I watch all this porn. Suck my dick. I want to call you a dirty whore. I'm like, bitch, you're, you're wearing glasses. <laughs> you cannot call me a dirty shit. Anyway, and then I fucked these 54-year-old guys, and they're like, okay, I came too quick. I know I did. I admit it. I apologize. I'll be ready in a second. And by a second, they mean 60 seconds. They go down on me for 60 seconds, and they fuck me again. 54. They're killing your twink asses. Anyway, I'm just saying, it's crazy. These guys are out there. They want to fuck me in the ass. Right? They want to fuck me in the ass. Oh, they really want to fuck me in the ass. It's just crazy because my pussy is tight, you know? But I'm like, okay, fine, buddy. Fine, fine. You know, fuck me in the ass. I need flowers first. <laughs> so they show up at my house. They got flowers. And then I just get scared. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got flowers, but you can't even fuck a pussy, right? Like, how am I gonna let you touch my asshole when you can't even fuck a pussy right? I'm telling you, these guys are trying to get their, whatever, three quarters of the way hard dicks into my dry ass pussy, and they want my asshole. Anyway, uh, I had this guy the other day, he told me that my, uh, my pussy tastes like water. water and no I heard it three times in like two weeks so I was kind of like whoa is this new I've heard all the lines this one must be new so it's circulating you know so I was like this third guy I was just pissed I was like water really Flint water this is Brita filtered water Reverse osmosis. What kind? It's like, you know what clean pussy tastes like? Soap. Uh. Or salad, if she's vegan. 
Oh, oh, I'll have to find it. Okay, I'm gonna keep finding it. So anyway, you are going, you're, you're, you are the product. No, no, oh, oh, it's in the tab. Okay, so, and I'm just gonna look it up. Anyway, I want you all to know that you're all the product of lackluster sex. And you will, your, your death will not be epic. Oh, where? Oh, oh, how do I do that? Hey, hey, oh, who's not a hoe? No, I am a hoe in a sense. I'm a, I'll fuck for food, you know. We're gonna fuck this up. Got breasts. In pocket, got bottle, and I'm gonna use it. Intention, I feel invented. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No test. Got motion, restrained emotion. Been driving, Detroit leaning. No reason. Sidestep, my sidestep. I'm gonna use my fingers up your ass, okay? My fingers are gonna be up your ass because why is it that all the guys who wanna fuck me in the ass can't even take a pinky? A pinky! There's nobody else here. There's no one like me. I'm so, I'm special. I really am special, you guys. I'm special. I'm a strawberry blonde, I'm a lefty, I have freckles and a tight pussy. Oh my god. Give it to me. Give it to me. Got rhythm. Can't miss a beat. I got new skank. So read. Got something. I feel like that was a Game of Thrones reference. I'm winking at you. Don't make you.
Schedule. It's true. That was actually like a great karaoke song to choose. I feel like I need to steal that uh, someday because that was fucking brilliant. Everybody, clap your hands one more time for Alyssa Westerlund. Yay! Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. Thank you for donating. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful evening. Come back again all the time. Your next comedian is so... F- Are you out of here too? Bye! Uh, oh, I should give you... Okay. you want, I didn't give you your treat. You're leaving in just one second. Just grab one out of the box. Um, your next comedian, he's a st- hysterical human being. He's here. He's going to sing for you. He's going to make you laugh. You're going to love him. Clap your hands together for Cole Chapman! Holy holy holy, here I am. How's it going, sir? Who are you texting? Coworker. Coworker? What are you texting? Excited to go to work. What? Excited to go to work. No, you're not. Who? What? What do you mean? What? You're excited to go to work? Where do you work? The Jelly Belly Factory? Where are you working, sir? What exactly do you do? Do you wish you worked at the Jelly Belly Factory? I feel like that'd be a job that you wish you worked at, and then you get there and you realize it was just a front for child labor. You know, you'd be like, "This is this is awful." You thought it would be a childhood dream. You thought it'd be Willy Wonka, and then you realize Oompa Loompas are just kids in ain't makeup. And you're like, "Fuck, this is a terrible realization." No, where do you work? Uh, ambulance. Ambulance. Fuck. <laughs> Whoa. And you're excited for that? I guess you gotta get you gotta rush out of that, right? That'd be pretty crazy. That's wild, man. Holy shit. EMT driver. Woo! God damn, you were driving by my office. Super annoying, by the way. Turn the siren off. Jesus Christ, can you just you go a little slower? <laughs> I don't know. A little traffic, they can manage. They'll be fine, right? A little five more minutes, no big. Right, Colin? No bigs, no bigs baby! All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, jokes, right, Sabrina? Here we go. We're doing this. I don't know. How are we doing? You guys doing all right? You sticking around? What happened to your arm, dude? Oh, this guy! Did you buy her dinner first, at least? No. You fuck. You piece of shit. You asshole. Unbelievable. Take her to Poggio and Sausalito first. It's her favorite restaurant. And then you can fist my mom. After that, hi, mom. This is the radio. <laughs> this, is, this is on the radio. I don't think she's on my Facebook page checking out my sets, but I hope to God she isn't. <laughs> now, <laughs> this is like, mm, Poggio isn't my favorite restaurant, actually. <laughs> like, Because hmm. she still likes to get fisted, right, Colin? Yeah, she does. Took a little too long on that high five, been a little weird, but here we are. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, what? Mom? 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 Yes, I fisted his mom. Uh, the truth comes out at long last. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Talk about mutual fisting of my mom. This is my favorite set. Okay, this set has gotten off the fucking rails. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. But my mom is sad somewhere. <laughs> I know she can feel it like in the force. She's just like, oh. <laughs> this is sad now. This is the only she finds. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll give it a shot. I'll try it as, oh, no. <laughs> just wake up from an email. You're not in the family anymore. Fuck. Damn it. Uh, hey, man. Uh, fuck the ABC, right? Is that, is that the who did this shit? Those assholes? What monsters? Why would they do that? Awful people not letting us drink in this fine establishment. I think it's stupid, you know. Uh, and I also find this as a fine way to get into my own material. Because you should get an attorney, Pam. I feel like you need an attorney, you know. We all need an attorney for some shit. You get in legal trouble ever? 
When you fisted my mom, did she ever try to sue you for like defamation or some shit? Defecation? What? <laughs> what did she try to do? The Too long. Take it too long for this bit. All right. <laughs> well, you know, look, listen, uh, we all need attorneys for some shit, but if I had to choose an attorney, a lot of people want like a Jewish guy for some reason. Uh, uh, I don't. I would like a Southern attorney because I think Southern attorneys are delightful. Like you get like, you know, minus that racism bit, like you could get rid of that racism bit and they'd be the greatest attorneys of all time because you cannot match the whimsy of a Southern attorney. Right. If you had a, if you had a Southern attorney, you'd be sitting there in their final statement to the jury and they'd be sitting there in front of the jury with an all white like seersucker suit. Right. They'd be sitting there and be like walking around like ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I am but a humble man from Alabama, and if I know two things, number one, it is that my mother makes the sweetest strawberry rhubarb pies and likes to get fisted. <laughs> <laughs> number two, black people deserve a little more punishment. You're like, hey, whoa, what was that last part? He's like, what about my pies? They were the sweetest strawberry rhubarb pies. And you're like, no, 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 you know, forget it. <laughs> forget it, dude. We're moving on. Yeah, no, legal representation. I don't need it. Some people do. That's what I'd like. That's my plan. You ever take Uber, sir? You still into Uber? You still do that? You can delete it? Yeah. You, uh, EMT over here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Why do you, you don't like Uber? Exactly. No one remembers why we deleted Uber. There was a hashtag, and then apparently we don't do it anymore. That's how that shit works. Activism, right? Hell yeah. yeah. That's what I'm about. I like. I still drive Uber, or I still use Uber sometimes. But the last time I did it, uh, it was a little weird situation. Like Uber, if you're not familiar, is like uh, I don't know if you guys remember those Nestle Wonder Balls. You ever get those as a kid? It was like the like, whole ad campaign. It was like, oh, I wonder, wonder, like what's in a Wonder Ball? And then it'd be like a, a bouncy ball or like some stamp or some shit that shouldn't be like in a piece of chocolate that you're about to feed to a child, you know? But like, like they would always, like there's always a mystery of who you're gonna get when you get into an Uber. And like nine times out of 10, it's just a sad man trying to get his life together, you know? Just trying to feed his kids. And he's like, let me tell you my life story. And you're like, all right, we got 15 minutes. Let's see where this goes, you know? Like I got into, the last Uber I got into, uh, you know, it was a typical, you know, conversation, get in, the guy's like, you know, what's up man, how's your day going? And I was like, fine, uh, you know, how are you? He was like, oh, I had a weird day. And I was like, oh, well, weird day. We got 15 minutes. Let's, uh, let's delve into this. What was weird about it, sir? And he goes, well, and like the second someone does like a long well like that, like a well, you know, it's like going to be some fucked up story that follows. It's never like, well, I had a sandwich. It was delicious. Thank you for asking. It's never that. Like, I wish it was that. But he goes, well, I work in an auto repair shop for my day job, right? Woman comes in, she try to get a transmission fixed. She ends up locking the keys in the car. Somehow, the car turns on, puts itself in reverse, and starts driving. Now, she tries to stop the car, so she jumps behind it and ends up getting run over about three or four times. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> that is a weird day, sir. I thought it would be like... Like, my weird day would be like, you know, I was at Starbucks, and I thought I saw Corey Feldman, and then I didn't see Corey Feldman. And then guess who walked in after him? Corey Feldman. What a weird day. <laughs> like, that would be my weird. This guy just saw a woman get killed, and he's like, eh, pretty weird, <laughs> you know? Like, and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, what happened to her? He's like, she died pretty much immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. And then he decided to add this bit. He goes, and the way she screamed as she was going out, it's like she was leaving something behind. <laughs> And I was like, anywhere along here is fine. If you could just <laughs> pull over, that'd be cool. <laughs> he was like, you just got in, man. I was like, nah, man, that's cool. I just wanted to go one block. That's all I needed. <laughs> you know? Four stars, too chatty. You know what I mean? It's like, yap, yap, yap. And 
Tell me about people you saw die. No, thank you, sir. Seen enough of that, right, EMT guy? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Too real for him. That's his actual job. Ha ha ha! Oh, it's sad. Uh, <laughs> now I, I have a sad job too, man. I, uh, I work in news. You know, yeah. It's like you think I work at a newspaper, and when I tell people that, they're like, "Oh yeah, right on, man. Like you're fighting the good fight. Good for you, man." Like, good job, we need that in today's America. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm a social media manager. And they're immediately like, fuck that, fuck you, fuck everything you do, there's a stupid job, why do you have that job, that job shouldn't exist. Like, it's weird, like, it is the one job where I've had a 19-year-old tell me that sh that job shouldn't exist. And I was like, you're 19, you haven't never had a job, what the fuck do you know? Who's <laughs> you the, what, what? It's just annoying, like, a, a social media manager, it's like if I were to walk around and start telling people that I served in the military, and they'd be like, oh yeah, where at? And they'd be like, Baghdad, Kentucky. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> like, that's not, like, yeah, dude, mailroom. Hell yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, no one actually likes social media managers. I don't know. It's not a great job. Not a great joke either, it turns out. But hey, we're all having fun here. Right, guys? Right, people who just walked in? How are you guys doing? You guys doing okay? Oh, cool. Right. <laughs> Thank God, because I, I was very worried there for a second. Ha-ha. <laughs> oh. You guys ever hear that uh, terrible joke where people say, uh, you know, like the black box on a plane is indestructible? And when they're like, well, if the black box is indestructible, maybe they should make the whole plane out of it, you know? Like a terrible, awful theory. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not how, whatever. Like I have a theory, I have a theory, like I would like to apply that to other things. Like if I could if I could make a jacket and just fill that jacket with pocket Bibles, bulletproof jacket right there, I can't get shot from then on. You know how many movies I've seen where a guy gets shot directly in the heart and then dramatically reveals a pocket Bible behind it with a slug smack dab in the center of that stupid O and that holy Bible thing? If I had a jacket full of fucking Bibles, you could take a whole shotgun, shoot my whole side, and I just pull out 38 Bibles dramatically, one after the other, like, oh, whoa, and this one too. Oh my god, this one, wow, what the? <laughs> like the guy by the 15th one would just be like, Fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, screw it. Hey guys, uh, 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 well I guess I'm gonna sing this song now. <laughs> How do you guys like 90s R&B? You guys into that? You, you got the, uh, uh, boo, this guy, fuck you. Go fix my mom later, all right, it was whatever. It was a joke earlier, it made sense. This is, um, that was weird probably for you guys to walk in like, fist your mom. <laughs> is that what the kids are saying these days? <laughs> it's not, it's not, don't fist my mom, sir. <laughs> She would not like it. She is 69 years old. Hmm. Appropriate age, though, am I right? Okay, here we go. This little song I like to dedicate to you and my mom. Girl, you know we belong together. I don't have time for you to be playing these games with my heart like that. You'll be mine forever, baby. Belong together, and you know that I'm right. Why do you play with my heart? Why do you play with my mind? Said we'd be forever, said it never dies. How could you love me and leave me and never say goodbye? When I hold you at night without holding you tight Girl, each time I try, I just break down and cry Pain in my head, oh, I'd rather 
Chapman. That was some of the best karaoke I've ever seen. Yeah, with the heart. If we were judging on a score, you had the, he, the neck muscles were happening, the removal of clothing, all like bringing up an audience member, really all number one karaoke professional moves. So give it up for Cole Chapman and his funny, funny jokes. Funny, funny jokes. All right. Uh, we have our last comedian, but then we have some songs after that. Marty's going to sing a song. Valeska's going to sing a song. Uh, and so that'll be a lot of fun. But right now, uh, I'm excited, you guys, for uh, this, to see her, her jokes, to see which, her songs she chose. This is, I'm like, damn, girl. I, just, I don't know if you're going to go like funny with it or if you're, if you're going to blow us out of the water with this like amazing like French accent or something crazy will happen. Aren't you? You're doing Celine Dion? Yeah, fuck. Uh, I'm really excited. Thank you guys for sticking around. Clap your hands wildly for your next comedian. It's Florentina Tanase. Thank you for having me here at the Caesar Palace. I don't know. <laughs> I came here from Canada. <laughs> my husband just died. He was my manager. Does she have like a, that accent? Okay, never mind. Uh, hi, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, so, a little bit about me. I've lived in San Francisco for only about five years. Has anyone lived here longer? Let's play this game. How long? 10 years! Uh, fuck. Damn. Are you gonna, are you more? What uh, professor of things are you? Many Oh jeez. Is that what you tell the ladies? I could teach you some stuff. <laughs> Anatomy. I worked on a cadaver. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, but yeah, I lived here for five years, and um, when I moved here, I was single, and it was really hard. Like, I had to get used to a whole new dating pace, mostly the pace of a man's feet walking away as he uh, went to hit on another man. That was fun. Um, you guys are all single? Yeah. Yeah, you guys look really tired, and <laughs> seems hard. <laughs> <laughs> but now uh, I am married. Yay! Uh, no, it, it is fun. I like being married. Um, people like to give me a lot of advice, uh, mostly single people, <laughs> about being married. And they're like, oh, you know, love, love is patient. Don't go to bed angry. Wax your butthole every now and then, you know? <laughs> like, really important stuff. But I don't care about this stuff. I want to know. So we just did our taxes together for the first time. And we, had, we have separate bank accounts. So I really want to know, when is a good time to tell your husband you're super broke, you know? <laughs> like, I invited him to all my shows in the beginning. He still didn't get it. <laughs> I have a, a tax man. And I was like, well, can I like write off my taxes? And he's like, you can't write off, like, getting drinks. <laughs> Stupid cunt. No, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. Um, he was weird. He was hitting on my husband a little bit. Um, whatever. He, uh, he's a cool guy. Okay. Uh, now my, I mean my husband, but I'm talking about the tax guy. So uh, marriage, I would like to tell you guys, is a lot about compromise. Uh, it really is. 
you have to compromise a lot. Like, for instance, I keep the weight off, but I get to keep my mustache. So it's, it's amazing. Um, full grown, fully grown. I don't know if you can, if you can see it from here, but can keep it. And my husband's really sweet. He writes me these really inspirational quotes in the morning. Are you guys together? Friends. Mm. Cool. What kind of love letters you send in her? Uh, but yeah, he writes me these really inspirational quotes in the morning. And this morning he wrote me, good things come to those who shave. Oh, what a sweetheart. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm not coming, so I'm not shaving. <laughs> uh, no, I have this thing going on, and um, I remember I was, I was at a show, and someone was talking about their Harry Bush and how it's a tribute to Selena. Mm. No. And mine, I would say, is a tribute to Britney Spears during her crazy years, you know? <laughs> she just went nuts. <laughs> That's me. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, um, I, I feel like I'm a lot like my dad, uh, because he never wanted to have kids either, but I feel like I'm going to end up with four. <laughs> uh, I'm from Romania. That's where I, I was born. And it's, don't google it later it's really not important like you know in the 80s when they're like we are the world romania was still just like we're romania like it was so it was just so shitty like i can't even explain it like it's one big orphanage <laughs> of unwanted kids <laughs> and i'm one of them uh, <laughs> i wish i was lying like uh, i don't feel special at all it just means my parents had to have me because abortions were illegal like, where is that card when you go to Walmart for birthdays? <laughs> hey, we didn't want you, but thanks for sticking around, you know? For, like, my parents, so like the kids are moved out of the house. They, there was this random stray cat, and they took it in. And I was like, why? And they're just like, well, we just liked it, and we wanted it. My parents have never said that about me, <laughs> okay? Fucking hell. Um, but... But it's, it's cool being from another country. It just doesn't mean a lot. <laughs> um, because I feel like I'm back in Romania, OK? <laughs> like, abortions are illegal. Like, uh, nobody's really feeling like they're wanted or loved. Um, shitty president um, whose wife also, in, in Romania, this is true, we had a dictator, and his wife. Uh, she got in trouble for plagiarizing other people's work. Does that sound familiar? So I feel like America's living my fucking childhood right now. Hope you don't, you're gonna, just don't be surprised if you start wetting the bed. For oh, really? Wow, for like a vacation? Wait, did you, do you think I went to the spa? What's it called? <laughs> they don't have names. I was just kidding. It's just like, this dump. <laughs> uh, no, Romania is shitty, OK? You know how like people here love to diet, and they're like, oh my god, I'm gluten-free, and I'm carb-free, and I'm sugar-free? Well, in Romania, that was just called being poor. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um, so I, I signed up for the, I'm, I know how white I am. I think every white person knows how white they are. 
Can you, have you broken it down for people? Like, oh, I'm one-third French, and like one-fifth uh, Budweiser, whatever, like, I don't know, like how American can you get? Uh, my great-great-great-grandfather was from England, my great-great-great-grandmother was Native American. Like, whoa, don't tell people that. That's a bad side of history, if you think about it. The, did I do that right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. Whatever, you're racist. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so why people, then why do they all, like we are the first ones to sign up for like those, uh, uh, find out your heritage, whatever, online. And I know we do it for the same reason. I signed up for, for 23andMe for the same reason anybody else would, to find out if I can say the N-word or not. <laughs> and it turns out I can't, because my parents are not from the South. <laughs> They're from Europe. And you know there's no racists there, right? Because they fled after the war, that one. Like, why is Argentina so white? Oscar's so white, you know what I mean? Is that a thing? Oh, my song, wait, okay, bye. Okay, I'm so excited, you guys are gonna love this song. Oh, by the way, m women are so good at multitasking that we can have sex and be disappointed at the same time. Okay. Yay! Is it on? Oh, wait. I need to press. Lights down, please. No, 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 no. Tears. 
Oh my God. I've never felt such passion about Celine Dion. That is like some weird pedophile song that should be sung by Meatloaf. It's so weird. When I'm listening to it, it sounds like Paradise by the Dashboard Light, except it's not Meatloaf. And it's... So, yeah, it gets a lot of it. Baby, baby, touch me like that. It's the weird... It is a, it is a creepy fucking song. Who... New. All right, uh, that concludes the regular part of Pantheist Comedy Clubhouse. We have two people that wanted to sing karaoke, so we're going to do that right now. We're going to start with you, Valeska. You're going to sing the Uptown Girl? You guys are in for a fucking treat. Uh, your next singer slash artist, uh, she is part of a band called Contess. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. If you can find them on uh, the YouTubes, it, it, amazing, amazing band. Uh, just some, some great songs. But right now she's going to come up and sing some Billy Joel for us. Everybody put your hands together for Valeska! Qdoba's... Hello. Okay. Hey, seriously, I've been vomiting all night, so I'm gonna try this. If I run outside, it's gonna happen.
I'm gonna add a twist. Marty. So I, I've been talking a lot about uh, fetishes uh, in my stand-up recently, and I I realized that um, the Rupert Holmes Pina Colada song applies similarly. Uh, yeah, it's gonna we're gonna talk about a little place, in San Francisco, in the Tenderloin. I think one or two people here have been there. But not only in the chorus. I was tired of my lady. We've been together too long. Like a one-off recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. Probably should say Craigslist. And in the personal columns, there was this letter I read. Like dripping milk into your ass and sucking out with a straw. Feel like putting ropes around your balls, tying up to a horse. If you like putting feet up your nose and smelling all that yellow gook, I'm the king that you look for. Find me at the power exchange. By the way, I'm making this up as I go along. I didn't think about my lady. I know that sounds kind of mean. But me and my old lady had fallen into the same old old routine. So I wrote back to Craigslist, took out an R for R. And though I'm nobody's poet, I thought I didn't get too far. Yeah, that's how I like fisting it real hard. And getting all the way up to the elbows. I like electroshock therapy, but only when I'm getting blown. I was Find me at the first. That's probably the best one I'm going to come up with. <laughs> Someone else, real quick, what else? Oh no, I got it. So I waited with high hopes As she walked in the place I knew her smile in an instant I knew the curve of her tits It was my own lovely lady she said, oh, fuck, it's you. <laughs> and then we laughed for a moment. And so I said, I never knew that you were big time furry. Put on fox costumes and do it in the ass. And not stop even when I give my safe word. Because you know me so well. You're going to take it way too far that's okay you know me here at the power exchange that's it thanks guys marty cunny everybody <laughs>
yes, yes, yes. It's been karaoke night here on Fantastic's Karaoke Clubhouse. You don't sing with the radio. You sing on the radio, Mutiny Radio. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for donating. I'm sorry. I've been having heart attacks the whole night because I think I was thinking everyone was a narc. I thought these two girls the entire time. I was like, they are totally narcs. I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like looking at the thing in the paper bag and I'm like, I'm not going to ask to sniff his drink. <laughs> like, I'm going to be so stressed. I feel like when I was in high school, my parents went out of town that one time and I decided to have a party and it was the worst day ever. I sat by the back fence and I was like, cigarettes over the, into the road. We, gotta, we can't have any cigarette butts back here. I was, it was just the worst ever. Everyone had so much fun and I just cleaned up so much stuff. I was like, I'm never having a party again. I don't want to be cool. Uh, yay! Well, thank you guys for being here on Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, David. Run of the ones and twos back there. Uh, hey, we have a show tomorrow night at eight o'clock. It's uh, twenty-one. Next twenty-one yeah, plus probably, speed dating a chef. So Chef Robert is going to be here, and we have uh, twenty-one comedians that are going to be speed dating him, and it's going to be a fun time. So. Tomorrow night. Uh, thanks everybody for being here. Bye. So the Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess Maze Runner. They would. They had, well, they weren't really hunted. Hunger Games is a battle royale ripoff. So. I mean, it's all the same thing. Yeah. It adds. Uh, I don't know. Different. There's the different divisions in there. You know, where they live. Is it divisions in the Hunger Games? The districts. Districts. districts yeah. yeah. So I would even say battle royale lacks the subtlety and the political nuances of the districts, the politics of the districts. They just took the districts straight out. Yeah, they just rem- <laughs> Actually, battle royale seemed a lot more, yeah, real. But yeah, I mean, the joke was that all the delinquent kids get to kill each other off on the island and the, the state doesn't have to worry about them. Yep. Yeah, how is this fun, you guys? Well, the werewolf has a also knows how to drive a tractor. Oh, the werewolf is not driving because he doesn't have a license. This is great too because they really just yeah. I mean, most of the stuff they just did it, which so it's got to be a great movie to make. Like this would be oh absolutely yeah, yeah. You'd have a blast making it. And we need you to dress up as a werewolf, hop on a gunner, and uh, tear. If you're like me. 
You're probably wondering, should I inject bleach into my eyeballs with a needle? Well, that's an excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no, no, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. Lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines. Vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. 
So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my yes. technology question. Absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on and, Tuesdays. And also Tuesdays. check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter offer, and my offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. is a story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Six Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday as our Six Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my neck. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comic. 
Rocks. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> L-S-D, fap, acid fapping, fapping and acid, acid fapping, fapping and acid, fap, 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 to make decisions or someone who maybe even may be involved in maybe an influencer but doesn't have all the information so the section of the of the pyramid that says build relationships with others who have influence i think that's to me from the sales perspective that's identifying who in the organization you're selling to is involved in that sales process and what who is going to actually influence it who has information that will help you make the sale or make a better sale and then once you identify those people then build relationships with them and do that by educating listening and engaging and so mostly listening let me say that first listen educate engage 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 listen educate (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to say the third way (laughs) I know I'm silly okay that's you are easily amused. Okay, at the very bottom Especially of the pyramid. Can we move on to the bottom of the pyramid, or do you want to say more about relationships? Well, I, I wanted to mention something else that you said too. Should I kick you in the shins again? Yes, okay. uh, your it's not the shins. Uh, oh, is that your knee? Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, yes, and I, I normally you would kick me in the shins because you're so short, but and I'm so tall, but <laughs> I'm in a taller chair today. Yes, and you're kicking me in the in the knee. In the knee. So uh, I'm joking, folks. Yeah, she's, no. uh, she's actually tall. But, uh, uh, so, but so, so here's what I was going to say. Yes. It comes back to this, and we, you and I have talked about this several times. You don't really want to sell anything. No. If you provide a benefit or something unique, something somebody wants, they'll, they'll grab it. You don't have to sell anything. Right. And that's the point. And that's the point. That's what marketing is. Hey, how can you look at this differently so that 
I, I want it. Mm -hmm. I need that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not anything important, it just makes me feel good. Yes. That's, All right. That's where you want to go. The bottom of the pyramid is get out of the box slash obtain a heart at peace. Yes. So what do they mean by that? Because I'm clearly well, not there yet. So, so, uh, there was, uh, I, you know, it, what, what I'm saying, it, what, what happens is we get into this situation, and, and you think about this too. So, so a lot of the book is so brilliant in its simplicity. You, you, all these concepts you've learned before. I've yes. learned before. Oh yeah, yeah. This There's is high school 101 crap. No, I don't. I wouldn't say it's high school 101, but I think that there are. As I'm reading this, yes. and as we're having this conversation, and I'm yeah. learning more about what's coming in the rest of the book, and I'm happy to read the rest of the book. Yes. But, um, we're kind of giving. You're kind of giving me the cliff notes. Right. Uh, but what I'm sort of picking up is that there's uh, a lot of things in this book and in this structure, this model, yes. that are similar to other structures and models about human relationships and relating to people and interacting with people. Yeah. And, and they use a box, and I didn't like the analogy when I first read the book, but and you'll get into it because there are also, there's a bunch of subtleties. Like, we tend to be, we tend to box ourselves when we're in, in conflict or stress, mm -hmm. and then we tend to gravitate towards two of those corners. Most human beings only walk back and forth between two corners. It's very, mm -hmm. it's very common. Or you'll, you'll You'll pick up your pattern if you start to look at that we all behave in a certain way and uh, I remember when I was going through this, some of the exercises they were saying uh, you know how do you behave do you get insecure do you, get do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start are you looking to grow your current business women's initiative in San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income high-potential women in 1988 to attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact Sophia Campos at 415-641-3465. That's 415-641-3465. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hi-ho, everybody. This is Brad Modworth welcoming you to episode 26 of the Bells in the Battery program. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. In just a moment, your genial host, John Bell, will be here. But in the meantime, I'm here why now. don't you enjoy a nice, big, hot, fried cabbage ring. Cabbage ring? Mm -mm, from Mother Poobah's Fried Cabbage Rings. I, you know, there's a Mother Poobah's near you. Brad, I'm Brad, just Brad, Brad. There's a Mother Poobah. What are you Poobah. doing, Brad? Brad, 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 Brad what's going on here? Well, I was, what, what are you doing here? I, what, what is all this about Mother Poobah's Fried Cabbage Ring? You're supposed to just do the intro to the show. Well, I was doing the intro until you interrupted me and I was putting in a product placement. A product placement? That's where all the big money is nowadays, Mr. Bell. Product placement. You just kind of slip it in unobtrusively. Nobody notices, but everybody hears it. And you sold a product placement for Mother Pimba's... Mother Poo Cabbage... Fried cabbage ring takeout stands. That? Yeah. What in the world is that? Well, it's a place where they fry up cabbages in ring shapes and, and serve them up as delicious. <laughs> why are we advertising them? Because nobody's buying them. I can see why. Look, Brad, you got your product placement in. Now just go, please. Go? I've got this show to do. Oh. Just leave. All Thank right, you. All right, but on my way out, I'm going to have a nice, delicious mother food. Thank you, Brad. Goodbye. Okay, let's get this show started. Hi, I'm John Bell, your genial host for Bells in the Bad Free. Welcome to episode number 26. And 
<sighs> now what? Who is it? Hello, Mr. Bell. It's me, Mr. Wizard. Oh, hi, Mr. <laughs> Wizard. Uh, what do you want? I want you, Mr. Bell. You want me? Out of here. What? I couldn't help but notice the last two episodes, there's been no Mr. Wizard. Well, we... And in my contract, it specifically states... We don't have a contract. If I had a contract, it would specifically oh, state we have one episode per show and you're at least two behind. Well, what do you expect me to do about that? I expect you to do nothing, Mr. Bell. Okay. I, however, am taking over the studio what? for a Mr. Wizard non-stop marathon. No, you can't do that. This is my show. Guido, Bruiser. Yeah, sure. Show Mr. Bell. Hey, no, hey, Take let go of me. Mr. Bell. You They threw me out. They threw me out of my studio. That's my studio. They threw me. They threw me out of my studio threw me out of my studio. Hi there, Mr. Oh. Bell. Hi, Arnie. It's me, Arnie Kunstbard, resident genius. Yeah, I didn't see you come. What you doing in the hallway? Well, I... Isn't your podcast on right now? Yes, it's on Can the... you be in the studio? Arnie. You should be in the studio. I'm not here in the hall. I can't your podcast Arnie. in the hall. Arnie. Right in the Arnie. <laughs> yes, I am in the hall instead of in the studio because Mr. Wizard has taken over the podcast studio. Do you understand? <laughs> Do you understand? Do you understand? Yes, Mr. Bell, Fine. I do. Is there anything you can do to help me out? Well, we can listen to your podcast on my combination podcast player and poobah detector. Poobah detector? It detects where the nearest mother poobah fried cabbage oh, ring takeout stand no, is when you're in the mood no. for a delicious fried cabbage Arnie. ring made with imported goose Arnie. cream. Don't blame me, Mr. Bell. He told me I had to say this. All right, all right, we'll take care of that later. Right now, let's see what's going on in the podcast. Can you turn on your podcast player thing, please? Yeah, hold on just a second. Let me turn it on. That's still set on on product placement. Let me get it to the podcast. Yes, hold on. Please hurry, Arnie. Okay, here, yeah, here it is. Nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin. <laughs> Mr. Wizardly, are you ticklish? Wait, no. That's Mr. Wizard, all right. All right, Arnie, I need your help. I need to get in there and take the studio back over again. Well, and Mr. Bell, I'd love to help you out, but I gotta go take care of something first. What, what, what have you got to take care of? I need to soak a certain part of my body in Epsom salts because it's kind of burned. What, your, your, your feet? No. Your arms? No. Your neck? Let's just say I can't sit down very well right now. Oh, oh my, that is quite burned. Uh, how did that happen? Happen, Arnie. Mr. Bell, I just had my employee evaluation. Is it that time of year again, Arnie? Yes, Mr. Bell, I'm pretty blistered, so I gotta go. So Aunt Harriet's really on the warpath. Oh, huh? no, Mr. Bell, it's not Aunt Harriet this year. This year she hired a professional. It's not Aunt Harriet? I'm pushing in the plane, Mr. Bell. I gotta go. Well, at least he left me his podcast listener thing. I can tune in and see if Mr. Wizard is still doing a Mr. Wizard marathon. Let me see if I can tune this in here. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, Mr. Wizard. Billy, do you know what a vacuum is? Sure, that's what Mom makes Dad clean the floor uh, with. Billy. Or she cleans the floor with him. Billy. <laughs> you and Mom have a lot in common. Billy, huh? I mean the total absence of air or matter. Uh, sort of like between your ears. Oh, yeah. Did huh? you know that sound doesn't travel in a vacuum? What? 
That's what I thought. Uh, Billy, over here I have a vacuum chamber. Ooh. We're going to prove that sound cannot travel in a vacuum. Golly, how? Do you see that alarm clock inside? Yeah. Go wind it up. Okay. Then we'll pump all the air out of the chamber, and you'll hear the sound of the ticking disappear with the air. The spring on the clock broke, Mr. Hmm. Wizard. We'll need to use something else that makes noise. How about something with a motor, maybe... Mr. Wizard? That's good, Billy. Hey, Mr. Wizard? You keep making noise what? while I pump out the air. Pump out the what? Wait, Mr. Wizard, open the door! Notice how Mr. Billy's Wizard? voice is Mr. fading what? as the what? air leaves what? the chamber until we can't hear a thing. Okay, boys and girls, do you know why Billy's face is turning blue? Right, no oxygen. Now, what would happen if, instead of pumping regular air back in, if we pumped helium in? Let's find out. Too much helium. The whole chamber is lifting off. But don't worry, kids. When I push this remote control button, the chamber door will open and let all the helium out. Not to mention Billy. Listen. You hear that? In normal air, Billy's voice is returning to normal. Until next time, this is Mr. Wizard saying bye-bye. Well, this is just great. Mr. Wizard's still in the studio doing a marathon of his adventures. Excuse and, me. Oh, hi. Uh, can I help you? Yes, I appear to be lost. I'm looking for the Bells in the Belfry podcast. Oh, well, you, you found it. I'm John Bell. I'm the host. Oh, well, I'm Hiram Glintz from the FTC. Oh, I forgot with all this going on that I had somebody coming in to do an interview. You're from the FTC? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's great. The Federal Trade Commission. No, I, I think... I think this would be a really, really classy interview to do, and I don't want to lose this. Yes, but you... Tell you what... Um, um, the studio is being used right now. Yes. Uh, would you mind going into our alternate studio? Alternate studio? Well, it's not so much an alternate studio as it is a closet. Oh. But we keep the extra microphones and things in there, and I think there's a recorder in there, uh, and I can record the interview for later. Would that be fine? Well, I suppose if we have to, but you should probably know. It's right in here. Here, just come on in and uh, make yourself comfortable on that box. Okay. Uh, I, uh, I'll close the door to give us a little privacy. Oh, you, oh. Let me oh my, set the uh, uh, microphone up right here. Close, and, close uh, here's the recorder. Close the door there. Plug this in. Yes, well, uh, And uh, your name once again? Uh, Hiram, uh, Hiram Glint. Yeah, so Mr. Glint, you are with the... I'm with the FTC. The Federal Trade Commission. No, Mr. You bail. It's not the federal trade, whatever you just said. Then what is the FTC? It's the fair treatment for claustrophobics. Fair treatment for claustrophobics. I see. How big is this room, Mr. Bell? It's about four by uh, forty by forty. Huge, huge room. It's it's bigger than you might. Think. I'm feeling very well, Mr. So Bell. So how do you think you can get fair treatment for people who are uh, claustrophobic? We feel that people who put claustrophobic people into a claustrophobic situation. Situation on purpose should pay the price, Mr. Bell. Oh, so like a, a two-dollar fine, a nasty letter, perhaps? Oh, uh, no, Mr. Bell. Some of our more radical members have actually armed themselves, and they say they're going to blast away at anybody who puts them into a small room like a closet. We've been talking with Mr. Hiram Glintz of the FTC, and thank you very much for coming by today, Mr. Glintz, and I think it's time for you to leave. Thank you very much, and let me open up the door here and... Open up the door. Um, what seems to be the problem, No problem. No problem at all. Just no problem. Somebody let me out of here. Mr. Bell, I feel the need to walk around and flail my arms wildly for a second or two. Is that all right with you? Sure, sure. Just walk around. Make yourself at home. Flail your arms. But look out for the... 
light hanging from the ceiling. It's gotten awfully dark in here, Mr. Bell. Someone open the door out there, One please. could feel like things are closing in. Open the door, one could get rather desperate in a situation like Hello? this, especially if one were claustrophobic, Mr. Bell. Someone let me out of here. Boy, I see there's only one thing I can do, Mr. Bell. No, don't shoot. What? Shoot, I just turned on this flashlight that has an especially loud switch. Oh. Now we can take a look at this door and find out what's wrong. Oh, here's the problem. This is stuck right here. Let's give it a little push. And we're out. I must say you handled that quite well for being a claustrophobic. Claustrophobic? Oh, no, Mr. Well, I'm a claustrophobic. I know some claustrophobics, and I'm in the organization to help them, but I'm not claustrophobic. No, no. Oh, oh well. Oh, what a relief. <laughs> well, yes, we all have our little quirks that set us off, but mine is not claustrophobia. Oh, yes. I'm embarrassed to say what mine is. <laughs> well, come, on, come on here into the break room. Ooh, that's quite a relief. Have a seat for a second. Oh, thank uh, you very much. Yes, my, my little quirk that sets me off here, is... Here, let me uh, settle our nerves by handing you some hot, hot coffee. coffee. Ah! Oh, I'm going to get out of here. It's decaffeinated. I've got to figure out a way to get into the studio and get Mr. Wizard out of there. I can't get in the back door, the one he threw me out of, but on the other side, there's the front door that leads out to Miss Schmackelheimer's reception area. I'll call her and get her to get inside and open the door for me. Mother Poobah's rings agree. Eat seven and you'll want eight. Don't. What's Brad done to me? Mm. Hello? Don't ring the This is Miss Schmackelheimer. Yes, well... Schmackelheimer? Yes, well, Miss Schmackelheimer... Miss Schmackelheimer, this is John Bell. Yes, I'm. Yes, I realize that, Miss Schmackelheimer. Look, I've been locked out of the studio. I need How to. Did you get locked out? Well, Mr. Wizard came in and he pushed me out the back door, but that's not important right now. What I, I need you to do something for me. And this would be what? I need you to go in from your side and to get Mr. Wizard to open up the door and let me in. Because it's my show and he's taking it over. Well, from what I'm hearing out here, it sounds pretty good. Miss Schmeckelheimer, it's not up to you to decide on the quality of the show. I, you need to do this for me because I'm your boss. Is this in my job description? Just open the door on your side, go inside, on the other side, open the door and let me in. Well, before I do that, can I just make something? <sighs> All right, make it quick. Oh, no. Always lightly battered them in her patented butter batter. Uh, That's never bitter. Never bitter butter? It's violent to perfection. Batter. They're always hot, fresh, and round. Oh. Miss Schmackelheim. What? Is there more to this? Oh, God, yes. Oh. Mother Poopa has many cabbage wings. Oh, hi, Brad. We're here in the Oh, well, I podcast on right yes, now? Yes, the podcast. be in the studio? Just what are you doing, Brad? Well, I just finished my evaluation, my, my employee evaluation. Oh. How did, uh, how did it go there, Brad? I never had quite an experience like that before, Mr. Bell. Oh? He tore me a new one. Tore you a new one? Yes. See? Here's my contract. It's a new one. And he tore, tore it. it. Oh, well, that's <laughs> awful, Brad. I'm sorry about that. i go nurse my wound. Yeah. Now, Mr. Bell. Okay, go ahead. By having some nice, delicious Get out of here, Brad. Thank you. Mother Poobah's rings are great. Eat seven and you'll want eight. <laughs>
I guess I better see what Mr. Wizard is doing on my show now. Let me tune in this gizmo that Arnie gave me. Ah, there we go. And that, Billy, is what causes mutation. Wowee! <laughs> now, turn around very slowly, Billy. Okay, why am I turning around? Okay, this has got to stop. Mr. Wizard has just taken over my show. I'll call Aunt Harriet. That's it. I'll call Aunt Harriet. She can pull some strings. She can call them. She can tell me an alternate way to get into the studio. Somehow, she can put a stop to this thing of Mr. Wizard taking over the show. Uh, hello! Hello, Aunt Harriet. John! Yes? I am so impressed! Impressed? The show is sounding much better than usual today. Um. I am so impressed, and I'm impressed that you managed to impress me. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, I'm glad you like that, Aunt Harriet. Well, let's get to the main reason for this call. Okay. We're requesting that you go get your employee evaluation interview. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm, I'm your nephew. I don't need to get an employee evaluation. You actually assumed that you could just slide by? Well, yeah, I thought... Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. 
Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock em dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Yeah. 